0: welcome to another episode of Young Black Misses. It is Morgan F, your host, and I just want to say thanks so much for listening. This episode is all about friendship after marriage, and really friendship in your 20s and 30s, honestly. So just a quick thing. Still, as I said last week, working on uh, the Facebook page is up. So you can follow us on Facebook, Young like, Young like Mrs. Podcast on Facebook. And I'm working on the website and we're well, I've got a couple people helping me work on the website. So hopefully that'll be up soon. I'm not going to give a date, but soon. Um, and as always, if you love what you hear and you're on iTunes listening, five stars, five stars for you, girl. Make sure to leave a review. I'd just love to see what you're thinking. and. How much you love the segments and things of that nature. Okay, on to the next segment. Shaking my curls. Uh uh-uh, uh, I'm shaking my curls. Uh uh-uh, uh, I'm shaking my curls. Shaking my curls. Uh uh-uh, uh, I'm shaking my curls. Uh uh-uh, uh, I'm shaking my curls. Uh uh-uh, uh, I'm shaking my curls. Uh-uh, shaking my curls. Shaking my... Since this week's episode is all about friendship, I wanted to talk a moment about. Kind of people that aren't your friends, like your your frenemies. Has anyone ever had a frenemy? I don't know if I necessarily had a frenemy, but maybe I feel like I did and didn't really know it. Like they would root for me, but then on the slide, they would not be rooting for me. It's so interesting because I don't feel like guys have the situation. Maybe they do. I don't know. Maybe the, maybe guys do have the situation where there's someone that may be like, yo, bro, da- I don't know. My guy accent is terrible. Watch me become like a boy mom, and I'll just have to get my yo bros, and hey, guys, and yo, yo, yo. I don't know why it's yo, yo. Don't, don't. just go with it. But anyways, back to the friendship thing. There's There might be that girl that, you you know, she's kind to you, sort of kind to you, but she's kind of sly and sneaky and, you know, snaky, like the people you see on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. You know, just kind of there's something not quite right. And so I'm shaking my curls at people that are like that. I think as women, we should continue to just love one each other. Maybe we don't have to like everyone, we don't have to be friends with everyone, but we can still be supportive. It's March is international women's month. So let's be supportive of our women and let's not beat each other down. Honestly, I feel like if we just spread a little bit more love. In this world, holy smokes, would this world be a better place. To be totally transparent, I don't feel, I, I, I'm i always the one that roots for the underdog. I'm always the one that maybe that person isn't the most popular person in the school or the most popular person at work or the most popular person in the sorority or whatever. But I'm always the one that's going to talk to that person that maybe doesn't get as much love because... That's that's always who I've been. There was a a gal and um, I don't know. She she had frail skin. She was very pale. She was very very tiny, uh, slim, tiny, like small. Like my pinky's out because she's tiny like that. Um, she's just very tiny. Pinky's out again, emphasizing how tiny she's she is. Uh, and people would make fun of her. Her hair was very fine. People would make fun of her because of that. And I I always was very nice to her. And I always would always say hello to her. And I would always sit with her at lunch. And I mean, not always, but I would sit with her at lunch or I would hang out with her in the playground, talk to her, you know, throughout high school. I would talk to her at her locker, see her, whatever. So I saw her a couple weeks ago. She works at the local CVS had a conversation with her, saw her again at the library, made sure I went over there and said hello to her. I don't think she has like a social media, so I can't, you know, connect with her in that way. But, you know, I remember that her mom told my mom, you know, Morgan was always just so nice to her. And, you know, she just appreciated so much. She was so kind to her and it was always so nice to her. And hearing that, just knowing that I can be that good person makes me feel better. So I'm shaking my curls to all those frenemies out there and I'm, I'm going to encourage us as women and, and my male listeners to be more supportive and to be kind to people, especially to people of, of our same sex, you know, because I feel like if we, we as women build each other up and if we, y'all as men build each other up, I don't know why I said we, I'm not a guy, <laughs> I'm not revealing anything, but if y'all as men build each other up, it's just, we're just building, building and building and building. And anyone that's... Gender non-conforming, that sort of thing. I support that as well. And whatever pronoun you want me to call you, I'll call you that. But that's a whole other topic. (laughs) Anyways, on to the next segment. What you chewing? What I'm chewing. Sometimes it's good to have a crock pot meal. I put it in the crock pot. And I will not stop or this uh sounds better with crock pot so this is uh what I like to call Mediterranean potatoes I have red potatoes artichokes, which I don't think I got any artichokes I might to go back I can get some artichokes. oh wait no, there goes an artichoke red potatoes artichokes um I found out the difference I have grape tomatoes i was eating grape tomatoes last week um (laughs) thanks mom and i have chickpeas and olives so just a nice little plethora of things now you could roast this in the oven but i put it in the crock pot just because i'm like to have my food ready when i come home sometimes um so here we go i got a nice big chunk i don't have artichokes in here dang it these tomatoes are tender My husband was right. Mm, mm. Oh, that's the artichoke right there. Oh, my God. Let me get an olive. Mm, 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 mm. Mm, mm, mm. Now, this isn't really pretty to look at or anything like that. But I seasoned it with parsley, oregano, olive oil. Woo! It's just kind of hitting the spot. Mmm. I feel like the olives make it a little salty. I recommend this, guys. I'm just sitting here eating. All right, on to the next segment. So there's a saying, make new friends, but keep the old. One is silver and the other is gold. That's not only a saying, but that's a song because in my head, "Mm -hmm 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 you know, so I was starting to sing it, but I feel like in reality... You know, friends are not silver and gold. They're paper sometimes. And they fade away. And it could be like an important piece of paper, like a check or a college diploma. You know, things, things of importance that you'll hold on to or like paper that's in a book that's secure. But there's some paper that just deteriorates and fades away and I've noticed especially as I have been in marriage and even just the engagement process that friends and I I feel like I learn who my friends are when big events happen like I just had a birthday. Sometimes I'm like, okay, and I know it's like, oh, people that remember to text you on your birthday, it's not that deep. But the people that remember to like text you on your birthday, like they took the effort and they and they want to make sure you have a good day. And I think that is always so kind to be to be celebrated on your birthday. And I appreciate everyone that celebrated me on my birthday, and even if you didn't, still love. But just in be, having that moment of people celebrating me throughout my wedding experience, it's a couple of, a couple of my story sisters, uh planned, and again, I told you I have a lot. Hey, <laughs> planned my shower and I don't like to be surprised. And I feel like I told my, you know, my anxiety is like, ah, I'm like, don't surprise me. <laughs> I don't need that. Cause I freak out and I just I don't know what's going on. I can't think. I don't know what to pack. Blah blah. blah. But um, I truly appreciated all their effort. And I told them this, and I wrote them thank you letters, all that stuff. But I truly appreciated the effort they took to to make you know my bachelorette party so much fun. And I unfortunately don't remember a lot of the first day, but the the next couple of days I remembered. And so just for all of them, I think it was like fifteen of us that went down to Vegas, and for them to all come and a couple of people that I hadn't seen. I mean, several people that I hadn't seen in like four or five years to come there and celebrate with me and celebrate each other and just be unified for a greater cause really showed me, you know, who the, who the friends were and people that didn't come, that's okay too. But it was just really nice that people were there in support of me and support of each other and just... As women as a whole, and just to also have some fun. So maybe they maybe they came for me a little bit, but they also came to see other people, which is totally cool. Um, but that moment was was super cool. And it's like those big moments in in your life, like your, you know, your bachelorette or your shower. You want to see those people. My shower was, I was showered, y'all. I think I wrote on my on my Instagram shower. I'm so showered, I didn't take a bath. Like that's how showered out I was. Because there was just so many people church folks friends and it was weird because i was sitting by myself at this little table they gave me this grand chair and i was sitting by myself at this table and like my cousin morgan you guys met her last week on the podcast uh she was like you need some friends (laughs) you need some company so then her and a couple other of my friends came up and sat with me and um you know, just having that moment where everyone was in support of me and that moved into my wedding day when people were just so excited to to be in, be at the ceremony. And even people that weren't able to come but still sent their love and gifts and well wishes and Facebook love and Instagram love, blah, 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 you know, just all that kind of really shows not who your friends are, but shows how people value you in their in your life. And in a little ways, kind of shows you who their your friends are in little ways. But it also can show you who your friends are in, in a negative aspect because unfortunately, I I throughout my wedding, I lost a friend. And you know, she was in the wedding and it just didn't work out. It just it just didn't work out. Um I won't say too much, but because it's like it's not it's not a bitter thing anymore. It's not a sore spot anymore. I'm over it. But it just it just didn't work out. It just the friendship was fading and the paper was no longer it was fading so you know it just needed that support that wasn't there from my perspective needed that support from, that wasn't there and I know she won't listen to this so it doesn't really matter what I say I can say my opinion all day long um, but that was just unfortunate to have that happen during the, the moment where I wanted everyone to be you know happy for me and be supportive of me and all that good stuff so Big moments like that can show you who your friends are and who your friends are not. And that, you know, that is what it is. And I've noticed that in marriage, I'm a part of this group on this Facebook group of a bunch of other black engaged or married folks, married women. And this is the conversations that they had. I wish I would have joined it when I was. Planning my wedding because then I could have bounced ideas off of people because a lot of things they'll ask about is, you know, how you how did you do the invitations. How did you do the save the dates? What do you think about this policy? This just happened to me, like things like that. And now since that I'm, I'm married, I thought like I can offer the advice, but I'm just, you know, like I, it would have been nice to have it then. But just seeing women that have the same interests as you, because it's it's different now with my single friends, because I'm noticing that, like, and not even really, I feel like also, because I'm getting a little older, this is this is the last year of the 20s, and and I'm noticing just your interest change. Like, you don't want to go out on Saturday nights as much, but you could go out after after work for a cocktail, or you can go after work for happy hour, or you could just hang out at someone's house and chat for hours, which I did with my girl one of my girls over the winter holiday, which was super fun. And I hope to see her again next week. Um, your interests really change. So like, if you're single, you may still want to be out and about and, you know, having, having nights out and drinking and nothing's wrong with that. It's just where I am in my life now, I'm more or less a good Saturday night or a good, any night is just being cuddled up with my man, to be frank. Like, that's 100. <laughs> so going out is, is like, oh God, we're going out. I, I think that might be how people start to feel when they get a little older too. But it's especially what happens, I feel like, when you get married and you're, you're booed up and you just want to be booed up pretty much. Um, I also have friends that I don't talk to very much, but when they do call me, it's like, Time has never left. We are right back where we are. And it's super cool. And that's that's kind of different, you know. But friends after marriage, I think friends after college, really. And it's it's a challenge to make those friends. So I also came to the decision that I wanted to stop being friends with someone because I felt that this person wasn't adding value to my life anymore and that it was more harm than good for me. And so what do you do when a friendship becomes paper that is fading? Because remember, there's some good paper, like a paper in a book that's nice and sturdy that ain't going nowhere. Or like a a papery frame, you know, but if it's a paper that you know you stuck in the cookbook cuz you liked the recipe but it it was like prime rib but now you're vegan and you don't really need that in your life no more how do you eliminate that paper how do you move forward with it and so for for me you know in talking with other people some some suggest to maybe quote-unquote break up with with the friend which honestly I just feel like how does that helpful you know especially to the other person like hey like I know we've been friends for a while but like I'm done talking to you <laughs> like that that sounds like grade a garbage like no it's not gonna be good or do you just phase them out as my mother would say I mean and I, and I feel like that's honestly the safest thing because if they're not checking for you, you're not checking for them. Just hit that un well, hit that unfollow, mute on the social webs and keep it pushing, you know, keep it pushing with your life that's that's how I'm handling the situation right now and um it's working out for me <laughs> I feel lighter. Oh, just the sky is blue. My, I feel happy when I read my phone. I'm not irritated. I gotta figure out how to mute on, on Instagram, but I will figure that out. And I feel like true friends, they really hang in there. Even if you haven't talked to them in a while, and they'll they'll still hang in there for you, even though you they may have hurt you in the past or you know, true friends are, are gonna stay in there and be supportive of you and I'm not going to mention anybody's names in this because I don't want someone else to be like, hey, you didn't mention me. So I'm not going to do that. I will say I always feel like 90% of friendship is just showing up. Like to me, that's 90% of the friendship is just being there. And if you can't be there, dude, what are you doing? Like, girl, what are you doing? I've, I've always felt that way. And I learned it even more, like like when people show up for your big events, like being there. Like I had a, a, a friend, a, a, and she's my story sister, and I was in a pageant, and she'll, she'll know who I'm talking about, so hey. Um, I was in a pageant, and she she wasn't there during the pageant, but she was there the following year when I when I put the pageant on she, and she just apologized to me, she was like, I really should have been there for you during this pageant. Cause I could tell how big this was to you and I'm sorry I missed it. And that hurts her saying that I was just like, you know, it's cool. Don't trip, whatever. But you know, so she really got the how the importance of just showing up. And I appreciate that. Hey girl, I know you know, you know, what I'm talking about. Okay. So now if you're thinking, all right, yeah, friendship, uh, but, I'm so busy. How do I make friends in my late 20s, in my early 20s, in my 30s, in my 40s, whatever? It's ironic because I've had this conversation with my father when he was in his 50s, I think. Well, he's still in his 50s, but when he was was in his early 50s. And so (laughs) I was uh, reading some AARP articles about this but I did a little bit more research. And so I have a few tips for you to make friends. And some of them I agree with and some of I, uh, some of them I don't, and I will tell you why. So one of the tips is to tap into friends of friends, which I don't think is a great idea because I have groups of friends and then like when one person leaves, hand is up now, then it makes it awkward for the other person that is still friends with that person. So like I had I had like a group of friends and now it's just only me and one person that are still cool. And so, but then they might ask if I'm like, oh I don't know, I don't talk to so and so anymore. Like, oh I don't know, I don't talk to so and so anymore. So that's a little and then it looks a little awkward. Like if one of the friends invites both of y'all and you just it's, you know, so mm, you Try that at your own discretion, like whatever. You can join a group, like a church group or a club. I know I, we are wine club members, and we I have made friends and made Facebook friends, you know, loosely, um, and of that nature just through connecting with people that have similar interests to me. So that's an option and also small groups and churches I definitely want to tap into this church that we've been visiting to make friends of you know of uh of my faith cuz I think that's one thing I really love about my mom her friendships are or not only love I admire about my mom is her friendships she she's from a group her of a group. She's from a family where she's the only girl. So she's developed sister friends from creating friends. And I think that's super awesome. Another thing, there's actually an app. And okay, I I tried it and it's kind of whack. <laughs> but I haven't matched with anybody yet. And I haven't seen anybody that I was interested in because a couple of them were like, I'm looking for a roomie or like girls, I just. I couldn't tell if we had anything in common or they were too far away. Like one of them was like, anything to the bachelor. I was like, ooh, I would totally be her friend. And then I was just like, oh, you live far away. I guess we could just text. So <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. Um, another thing is reconnecting with old friends, which that's the beauty of Facebook is that you may have friends you don't talk to in a while, but you can link up with them and so that's a good option to to really build bonds with with your with your old friends, like from high school or from college that may still be in your area, but maybe you just hadn't talked to them in a while for whatever reason. That's an option for you as well, especially if I had I had this one girl that we were friends in um, high school, and you know we're still cool. So she would always comment on my my. Um, Facebook post. And I would comment on her Facebook post because I like what she was saying. So I was like, hey, you want to go out for a drink? She was like, yeah, sure. So, you know, wish me happy birthday. Super cool, you know. So that's another option. You can also get out more, but if you're like me, that's probably not going to happen. And then you can always tap into people at work, which is kind of a I think guys do that more because I know my husband is like, oh yeah, I have this associate from work that he invited me out here but didn't tell me the address. (laughs) That's a whole nother story. Um, But that's an option. Oh my God, he's getting up and moving. I don't don't think he liked what I said. (laughs) Oh no. Oh, we're good. Um, But that's an option. People at work, you see them all the time. You know, might as well be friendly with them and maybe hang out. A couple of my friends that... I'm still really cool with are people that I worked with and that might have partially been because we were the only black people there, which, you know, that brought me my husband. So it could bring a great friend with me. And I think it has. So I hope this has been helpful figuring out that it's okay or coming to the realization that it's okay to let some friends go and knowing that you can always make a new friend in the smallest of ways. Okay, well, on to the next segment. Got to leave you on a positive tip. Posing the question, because I had just mentioned about me not liking the group setting. So do you feel like, just think about it. Do you feel like you're more of a group friend or a one-on-one kind of friend? I'm gonna pose this question on my social media so you can let me know over on the social medias what you think. Are you are you a group friend? Or are you a one-on-one kind of girl? For me, I'm definitely a one-on-one kind of girl. I don't, I don't, um, I'm not the best in group settings. Sometimes I feel like I get like overly nervous and I try to be like super funny or it just come, kinda of comes off as I'm trying too hard. Sometimes I feel like I can't get my point across and I am I kind of just fade into the background a little bit, and so I'm either one way or the other—like life of the party or quiet as a mouse. So, but our mouse is quiet though. Anyway, I'm definitely better in a one-on-one setting. So I feel like I can really get to know you. I can remember things that you that you got going on. I can relate it back. Like we can have those moments. And we can vibe and bond and all that good stuff. So definitely one-on-one for me. But you could be a person that likes group friends and having a group of people that are get along. And that's cool, too. Whatever your preference is. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening to the Young Black Mrs. Podcast. I am your host, Morgan F. You can always find us on social media, Facebook and, and Instagram at Young Black Mrs. Podcast. See you on the social webs. Until next week, take care.